Welcome to Talk to Touch, a podcast about queer life and creativity, an opportunity to listen to those whose journey differs from our own, regardless of race, gender, or queerness. Talk to Touch, connection through conversation. Hello, Avalon. <laughs> Round two. We always end up doing more than one take whenever we do a video, don't we? Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. We're just technology. <laughs> technology. Anyway, we're going to talk about being queer in a straight relationship because that's quite a topic, mm. actually, isn't it? Yeah. Being bisexual, but you're in a straight relationship, you're identifying as queer, but you're in a straight relationship, and people seem to have a bit of an issue with that. Mm. Why do you think that is? Oh, why do we think that <laughs> why is? Why do we think that is? Because our situation's very similar. They are. Tell us about your situation. Um, yeah, so I'm also bi or queer or whatever. Yeah. Whatever term. <laughs> you know, I sort of describe myself sometimes feeling quite gay, so it's mm. all it's all good. Um, and I am currently in a relationship with a man. Yeah. Um, I've had relationships in the past with men and women, but I've always ended up having sort of long-term more serious relationships with men mm-hmm. um and i've always find found it quite tricky to navigate having that queer identity and reconciling that with also being in a relationship with a man and you know sort of understanding that to the outside world if they see us together they will obviously assume that we're both straight that yeah. it's a straight that's a straight couple that's yeah. it um and so there's always this sense of a part of me not being kind of seen or uh, represented in that, yeah. I think. Mm. Um, yeah. That does make it, that does make it tough because I know I feel like that. Yeah. I, oh gosh, it, sometimes I do feel like, I feel a little bit like you with your, I'm just always busy, I'm busy. I kind of feel like that, oh God, I'm, I'm in this straight relationship and I just don't feel like I'm seen, I'm not being seen, not being seen. However... Yeah. It's, it's got, the only thing I can keep hearing myself say is, but it's complicated. And I suppose some people might say, well, it isn't, mm. but life isn't just black and white. You know, you're, today's Sunday, tomorrow's Monday, and there's a dividing line. It's, yeah. it's just not like that. No. Life is, is more complicated. It's not, just not that straightforward. Definitely. And like you, I also feel like, you know, you're walking down the street with, your other half and people just assume it's a straight relationship yeah and actually i suppose you could say well why do people need to know they don't need to know it's none of their damn business no but there is still that part of you that just doesn't feel like you're, you're just not seen it's oh yeah it's like something's something's missing <laughs> yeah it's true it's, it, it's hard it's it really is you know I, I find it quite uncomfortable sometimes, I think. Um, yeah. You know, because there is this sense of, you know, within the, the queer community, I think there's a lot of biphobia because obviously, you know, it's it's such a strong community. Um, we've had to fight for our rights mm-hmm. and, you know, everything just to sort of be accepted and we're still not there yet. So I think there's a sense of really like you're with us or you're not like this is this is our circle and I think to be bisexual is to really live in the grey you know it's not it's it's complicated it's nuanced it it's not entirely visible um, 
and yeah so that i i've you know you, i've sometimes felt this feeling of the people in the queer community feeling like i'm sort of one for in one for out like i'm not fully fully you know living as a queer person if i'm dating a man mm. um which is not true you know no. it that is that is just by phobia that's the thing that unfortunately comes you know from everywhere <laughs> you know you get it from sort of all angles and it's this it's this it's it's a it's a much sort of less violent type of um oppression i think than you know homophobia or transphobia um but it's it's sneakier it's it's more it's, subtle yeah it's very in some cases it's quite passive aggressive yes absolutely because mm. there are people that i you know queer people that i know who are either sort of gay or lesbian and are you know the most the most progressive people um but they still feel kind of uncomfortable with the idea of bisexuality or maybe they don't quite believe a person either way you know there's there's a stereotype of with men it's you know if a man comes out as bisexual uh, and we're talking in sort of like quite binary terms at the moment just to sort of okay yes yeah but if a man comes out as, as bisexual it's oh you know they're just gay and they don't they're not comfortable with it or they haven't realized it or they they'll come out later as gay there's that stereotype and with a woman it's like oh you're experimenting or you're sort of doing it for attention or it's not really you know it's not really there and if you if you then go and date someone of the opposite gender it sort of only confirms that bias unfortunately Mm. it is frustrating like you were saying before about having you know breaking out of those very sort of boxed in rigid conventions of heteronormativity and then you know those still kind of existing a little bit Mm. you know it's not quite the same is it but it's they're still there in the community and you're right it's it's hugely frustrating i i mean i i sort of don't understand it either i i assume that it sort of comes from um a fear really i think that there's something about um bisexuals that just makes people go like oh god <laughs> what, do we, what do we do with this oh, you know a bit in a box exactly i haven't got a box that shape <laughs> literally i'm just it's it's really strange and i think i mean it's almost it's not the same but it's, it's almost similar to people who um are non-binary in some way and feel they don't quite fit in a box mm. of male and female or you know maybe they don't subscribe to gender at all how do you feel about being classed as femme presenting? Mm. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think that being femme, I mean, that's just how I've always been. I think that yeah. is just my style. I think it's what suits me. You know, it's how I feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, I've never sort of leaned more sort of masculine, but I think it does come with that that almost <laughs> you know that added complication. I think where you know. Although I think there's a certain level of privilege that comes mm. with being femme presenting, I think, you know, um, in terms of, you know, because I sort of quote unquote look straight to a lot of people, um, I'm not going to suffer the same kind of consequences or homophobia that I might do if I was sort of more butch, for instance, mm. and things like that. Um, so it comes with that privilege, but it also comes with that invisibility. It's it's sort of like it's it's really it's really complex, isn't it? Like there's there's you know there's the positive of like oh good I'm not probably going to get harassed on the street and called a slur like a lot of people are, 
but at the same time it means that I have to I really struggle with trying to um present myself in a way that makes other people other queer people especially know that I'm queer um it feels like being specifically being femme presenting in a relationship with a man feels like I'm constantly coming out to people all the time <laughs> you know and I don't mind doing it I mean mm. it for me it's not it's not a huge issue I think I'm fairly comfortable with it at, at this point um but it, it is like a you know it's a constant like oh by the way I'm bi and I sort you know people are sort of surprised they're like oh okay because you've never mentioned it before and you don't okay you know so and I, I think that I mean, even now, like I'm in, in, in like, we're in dresses, little dress, you know. So it's it's very it's very feminine the way that I dress, but I I do try to um, make an effort to just add a little a little something if it's little like twist. even an accessory, you know. Sometimes I'm going to work, and you know you sort of have to dress a certain way for work. Um, that's more modest than I usually dress, <laughs> let's say. Um, and sort of sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like. I don't know something's like it just feels a little bit I don't know I'll just add like a like a big chain or like a chunky necklace or do my makeup in a different way and for me that's a way of just sort of introducing uh, a slightly queer edge into, yeah. into the outfit and, I, and for me that just it helps me it helps me sort of feel more comfortable in my in and feel like I'm expressing myself yeah. um, and it's nice knowing that you know maybe if I sort of see another queer person they might clock that I'm queer because I'm wearing a certain thing um, yeah you know, it's just it's like little things like that um that you sort of have to work into your everyday life to sort of feel you know I don't know I mean I, I think it's it I, it would be very different I think if I were more kind of masculine presenting um if my you know I had short hair and dressed differently mm. um I think people wouldn't maybe wouldn't struggle with it as much I don't know I don't <laughs> You see, that's the other thing. Why, if you're, um, and we we are using binary terms, just so that you know people understand exactly like what we're saying, where we're coming from. Mm. However, if you're female, yeah, but you're queer, you're lesbian, bi, whatever. Why should you present as masculine? Mm. Why? Sometimes I feel more masculine. Mm than feminine and that's perhaps those are times when I get more done mm. and I'm more do you know what I'm good no one's getting in my way I just need to get this done mm. but then there are other times that my feminine energy comes out and I need to step back I need to think but there's times when that feminine energy is also you know what I'm gonna do this and mm. I'm gonna get something done because we're not oh you're female so you've only got feminine energy mm. oh you're male so you've only got male energy we are a combination of masculine and feminine absolutely i was about to say that i, I completely agree with you that without getting sort of almost spiritual that i do think that we both we everyone has like masculine absolutely. and feminine energies and i feel like those things are also in flux all the time you know it's never it's like you're saying it sort of changes day by day and mm. depending on how you're feeling i think um and I think, yeah, it's interesting to see how people express that, I think. Um, yeah, and it, it's interesting as well because I think I, for instance, like we've talked before about sort of my attraction and that I'm often, I'm sort of, if there's a spectrum of like male and female and then I'm sort of attracted generally to people in the middle. So I tend to be attracted in a more feminine energy in 
cis men and then a more sort of masculinity in cis women <laughs> so and obviously non-binary people within that so anyone that's more sort of androgynous that's like what I tend to sort of find really attractive um and I think it's interesting how we all have this kind of uh this little cocktail of like masculine and feminine energy and it's all it's all different and people are attracted to different things it's just I think that's so exciting. I think it's I really love nice, that. yeah, to I... acknowledge that um, within, and I think with, within sort of cis straight people as well, they also have that. Absolutely, to you know. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when I think about some of the people I've been attracted to in the past, I mean, my my first girlfriend, um, she had, she was confusing. That's all I'm going to say, and it, it was a, she had a lot of. She, oh God, I was going to say she had feminine energy, but now I think about her, it was quite masculine. She was quite a, a real cocktail mm. of of both, a real cocktail. And in fact, you know what, I now I think about it, I actually struggle. I couldn't place her, which is fine, mm. but I couldn't say one or the other. She was just a massive cocktail. Um, my other girlfriend, she was definitely more masculine mm. uh, energy, definitely. Um, another girlfriend, she was also more masculine energy. Now... I would say I am attracted to the person and I do find and I know that's that sounds oh well no you've got to be attracted to um this box or that box or that box no I sometimes I find myself attracted to people that have really taken me by surprise and I've gone okay I didn't see that coming do you know what I mean but sometimes they've been much older sometimes they've just been super quirky mm. um it's just been really interesting when you look back at the people that you've been attracted to but I always remember way back when the very first person I was ever attracted to was a woman mm. I was young and I remember that and then the next person I was attracted to was a woman she was very feminine in fact they were both very feminine but as I got older um the people I've been attracted to have have been just very different so when we say we're very similar I think we really are because yeah. I'm I think I'm very much more kind of the people in the middle and I know that sounds like well they're kind of neither here nor there that's not true mm. they have their own unique characteristics that you know you find attractive yeah and I don't see why if as a queer person I can only date people of the same gender how about I can date people who are non-binary mm. how about okay, I'm in a relationship with a guy at the moment, but why should I be in a box? Why can I not be free to choose who I want to date? Mm. So when we, I saw that film that, that came out, Red, White and Royal Blue, actually seeing a character that is bisexual was bloody marvellous. Yeah, it's, it's definitely sort of um, an overlooked identity, I think, in terms of representation in TV shows and films yeah. and things. I mean, I feel like, you know, there was there was such a sort of, 90s 2000s kind of stereotype of the the bisexual who cheats and experiments and it was like really you know just like can't <laughs> can't stay loyal just complete chaos like i just think about grow like so many jokes were at the expense of bi people mm. like even when it as it was progressing and they were starting to introduce gay characters it was always the bisexual was part of the joke it was like you know that you know that person that can't choose and is greedy and like all of that sort of stuff mm. um i know it's really nice um to sort of start seeing that yeah those more positive and complicated kind of representation starting to 
come in in, in TV shows and films. And yes. That, it, it makes such a difference. It does. How do you feel that you connect to the queer community? Do you feel that you've got that or perhaps there is that element where, oh my God, I don't know if they're going to really be accepting of me because mm. I'm I'm dating a guy. Mm. Yeah, it's... It's, I think it's um, something you really, for me personally, I really feel I have to make an effort to um, really connect with my queer side mm. because it's something that I've found in the past. There's been times where I've sort of neglected it a little bit. Okay. Uh, maybe just sailed through my little straight relationship and not really thought too much about it. <laughs> um, and those, I don't feel as happy in those in those times. So it feels like I really need to really need to give it love like nurture it <laughs> listen to it you yeah know? so for me i think i mean i'm incredibly lucky well i'm lucky and i'm also very picky in that my my partner at the moment being even though he's a straight man he is sort of unbelievably progressive and accepting he is lovely it's funny because Wonderful. you know <laughs> Like I say, our relationships are very, very similar because yeah. James is the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's he's absolutely wonderful and it's always been um, kind of a non-issue. He's, you know, he's he'll ask me questions if he's curious about something and wants to hear about me talk about my queerness, but he's never, he's never been sort of threatened by it or confused by it in any other, he just understands it. Like, yeah. fundamentally understands it, respects it loves it as like a part of me yes. and doesn't think of it as an issue or something weird or something that we just don't talk about. So we're, so we talk about it a lot, I would say. Um, it's almost, it becomes sort of like a fun little game for us that we can, I mean, I'm sort of of the mentality anyway that I think it is normal and healthy and good to talk about uh, crushes and attraction with your partner. Mm. I think there's a sort of very kind of outdated heteronormative feeling of, being like you you fancy this one person that you have chosen and that is it <laughs> and you will never fancy anyone again you know that's right none, none of that um so yeah so i think that for me talking about um what i'm attracted to in women and non-binary people um with my partner and is really interesting and it's fun and it's exciting it's, it's exciting for us to compare our tastes in women for instance and sort of you know talk about oh you know i, I think she's quite cute do you think she's quite cute? Like, I don't know. yeah we do the same thing <laughs> it's, it's really it's really fun and it's really freeing mm. and you know i think it's really lovely and i in a way i sort of i i kind of keep telling will how uh how appreciative i am of that because, yeah you know not everyone would be comfortable with that um and because they feel maybe threatened or scared. But for us, it's sort of, yeah, making sure that we're talking about those sort of things. And, you know, I talk to him about queer news, things that are going yes. on, you know, the politics, things that he might, you know, my, my news feed, that's a huge thing. My social media, I, I really make an effort to follow queer creators, queer artists, you know, mm. queer news portals and everything um, so that I can know what's going on and feel sort of in touch with it, mm. you know. Um, so sharing that with him is really important. It's going to queer events if you can. Like, yes. you know, we live in a very small town where, which is a very queer town. After very yes, we've found out the census has called it the gay capital of Wales. Right? <laughs> um, but it's yeah, making an effort to go to these things, connecting with people. 
I like the way you said actually that you do check out on social media and you connect with queer creatives and it's another way for you to connect with your community. I do have media that I, I have come through so I can see what's going on with the community, see what's going on here and there and mm. so like there's out and there's pink news. Yeah. You know, we've got aberration around here that we um that I always get the emails through yeah. from. I've got my lovely selection of <laughs> queer books yeah. and I you know it's just I, I love it I really do I do enjoy it. I don't feel as though um perhaps I connect as much as I would like mm. probably probably because like you we're just busy yeah. you know that you, you get to the point where you think I need to just get this card when I see people yeah yeah I'm busy yeah yeah Is that, how are you doing busy <laughs> that you do have to make an effort don't you like it has yes. to be it's almost like it feels like it's almost a hobby like it's something that I really have to kind of make sure that I'm staying on top of in a way yeah. it's like, and it's an act of self-care for me I think yes um so it's the same as like eating well or exercising or whatever it's like I have to have to make sure I'm like hang out with my queers and you know <laughs> listening to my queer music and watching my queer tv shows and reading my queer books oh yeah I think I think that's huge and a lot of my friends are queer I think um it's interesting how we sort of find each other. Yeah. Um, even, I mean, I've had so many experience of sort of becoming friends with someone and do become really close and they're maybe straight at the time and then later on <laughs> down the line we're like, oh, look, this, this is funny. <laughs> like, it's happened to me a lot. I've had a lot of friends that have sort of eventually realised that they're bi or gay or trans mm -hmm. or whatever. And, um, and it's just, it's interesting how there's a... Even even if you don't realise you're queer at the time, there's a sense of companionship and you do just tend to gravitate towards those people, don't you? Yes. Um, when I look at my friend group, it's always like... It's, 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 and it's good. It's lovely. I just I love it. I just love it. I think it's amazing. And I think it's amazing how you just find each other. Yeah. Do you know what? There is, there's so much queerness in nature that people try to explain away. That mm. why is it that... Actually, it's only um, humans that can be... No, I didn't write this, but... We, we have to mention this. We have to mention because this. Because this... Aside from the, so this is a fantastic book um, by Dr. Julia Shaw, and it's all about... It's a really comprehensive book on bisexuality, and it's I'm about... I'm still yet to read this. It, follow, it sort of combines, you know, social studies, um, it combines nature studies, so it talks okay. about queerness in nature, in nature, and how that is written off as a, a power dynamic rather than it being sort of a Stop sexual it! thing. <laughs> um, it talks about men in the military exploring. It talks about so many different things and it's fantastic and I can't recommend it enough. But this is really interesting because this is basically the start of our friendship, this book, isn't it? That book is the start of our friendship, this actually, wasn't it? This is how we met yes. in the bookshop and you were asking for a re recommendation on buy books and I just got a proof copy of this and I was like, you should read this book. And Julie Shaw, buy the Hidden Culture, History and Science of Bisexuality, and I'll come to Men in the Military in a moment. It is absolutely fantastic. I can't recommend that enough. Um, I will definitely... I yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is about the Men in the Military, this is... Oh, that's, a, that's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. Do not say to me, well, you know, we're in the military, it's just kind of what happens, but it doesn't mean anything. 
If you are saying you are 100% straight, mm-hmm. you ain't looking at another man, you are not mm-hmm. kissing another man, you are mm-hmm. sure as hell not letting them give you a blowjob yeah. or anything else for that matter. So don't turn around and say, I am 100% straight, but, you know, there aren't any women here, so, you know, it's just the sky, so guess what? How about you just say, I have different types of food, I wear different types of clothes, I like mm-hmm. to travel different places. I also like different sexual experiences. Yeah. Happy flipping days. Go on your merry way and have a freaking wild time. Yeah. Instead of blowing it off as, oh, well, you know, that was just then and that's kind of what's done then. And you know what? End of story. I'm going to close that door. Why not just say, you know what? I freaking enjoyed it. That guy was bloody gorgeous. I had a great time with him. I may, I'm going to go and get married to a woman. But you know what? That was an experience in my life and I will not yeah. deny it. I flipping loved it. Do you know what? I might just do it again. I can't wait to read this. I really cannot wait to it's read a really, that book. It's a really interesting aspect of it that she discusses because you're right, it is interesting that level of denial of like, be, you know, of how it, it is, it's normalised for that behaviour but there, there's countless men that are in the military that never hook up with a man because they are straight. Exactly! <laughs> and, that's, and that's not a problem. That's so fine. I don't know why there's, I mean, it is particularly difficult for men especially, I think, cis men to sort of come out as come out as gay let alone come out as bi mm-hmm. it's very difficult i understand that it's much harder um the, it's the violence towards it is it's really intense so i understand it mm-hmm. but it's unfortunately you're right it is this really common sort of societal thing and it's happened historically where we've where we've just sort of written that off as like well, men have knees and they're in the middle of nowhere and that, that's it, that's what they do. Do you know what? You've got your left or your right hand and you can keep yourself busy that way. <laughs> exactly, I know. Is it, am I just making it, like, really yeah, simple? Yeah. I just, I, to me, it's just simple. How yeah. about, I am just going to date whoever I want to date, end of story. Yeah. I don't care what anyone else has to say about that because it's none of their damn business. I'm just going to live my life, I'm going to date who I want to date, mm. and I'm going to have the experiences I want to have, mm. so long as the other person is of age and gives their fully informed consent. Yeah. End of story. That's it. You know, there are people who have issues with the, the leather community, they have a problem with kink, they have a, a problem with people who are trans, they have a big problem with black queer people. Mm. Get over yourselves. Do you know, I just want to go do, I just want to get the world and give it a shake. I really do. You're very angry today. I'm very (laughs) angry. Masculine energy today, isn't it? This is my masculine energy that's up today. We're going to conquer the world. Yeah, because it breaks my heart when I hear of particularly young queer men who have committed suicide because Mm. of whether that angers me because it shouldn't happen. That should not. There's no need for that to happen. No. And when you think about all the different genders and the different people, that's just diversity. I don't understand why there's such a problem with diversity, both in and outside of the community. Yeah. We all want to live our lives the way we want to live it. We all want to live in peace. We all want to be safe. We all want to be seen Mm. and accepted. I don't want anyone to come and try and change me because I've done those days and it isn't going to happen anymore. Because it just makes me mad and it saddens me when I hear queer people giving other queer people a hard time. It pisses me off. Mm. It makes me mad. Mm. And then when I hear in, you know, um, in straight society queer people are being given a hard time they think god where do you where do you go nature doesn't have a problem with queerness yeah 
Exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not abnormal. You're not defective. People who have a problem with it, it's their problem. Yeah. They try and make it your problem, but actually it's their problem. Mm. You are who you are. And learning to love who you are is, is easier when what you are is widely accepted. But outside of that, you still have to find a way of looking in the mirror and saying, this is who I am. I'm going to flipping love it till the day I die. Because this is what I've got. And I'm going to do everything I can and everything within my power to make sure I live as fully and wholly and self-accepting as possible. Mm. doesn't matter if other people don't accept me. Because if I threw stones at all the people who wouldn't accept me for who I am, I'd get nothing else done because I'd be throwing stones for the rest of my life. So sod those people who yeah. don't like what they see. That's not my responsibility to change their mind. They need to go and get educated. Mm. The one thing I did want to ask you about was how do you feel you have managed as someone who identifies as bisexual? How do you feel you have navigated both worlds? Uh, I think, you know, I sort of don't want to be at the risk of repeating myself, but I think it is just talking about it as much as possible and it is you know it, yeah it's talking about it to straight friends even if they mm. don't understand I don't mind being the kind of their bisexual friend that they learn things from like it's because you educate your friends a lot <laughs> it cracks me up I love it <laughs> I said to actually one of my friends the other day that my superpowers seem to be getting people to go to therapy and helping people realize that they're bisexual <laughs> <laughs> and that is that's my that's my joy in life that is clearly that is my purpose is to get people more in touch with themselves i love oh, it but God, yeah so it's great it's talking about it all the time it's you know checking with myself thinking about it consuming that media reading those queer books yeah. you know because i think for me it is more focusing on the queer side okay to um yeah, to sort of balance out the very sort of heteronormative society that we live in. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm automatically kind of connected to straightness, as it were, by being in this relationship and mm. by, you know, having sort of a lot of straight friends, straight couple friends mm. and things like that. Um, and for me, it's it's just a case of sort of obviously being like, I'm actually queer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. I do get that because... You know, although I I am in a straight relationship, I do feel like, uh, there was something you said earlier, actually, I do feel like I'm always having to come out in yeah. the queer community. And actually, I'm, I'm bored with it. I'm tired. Why, why should I have to? You know, but there is that part of you that feels like, yeah, but I, I'm there too. And it's, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it, because you, you feel it, like what we said before, you feel it from both sides. Because I think, you know, if I'm walking down the street with my boyfriend... Um, and, you know, obviously people are, oh, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm walking down the street with my boyfriend and I, we look like a straight couple. If we come across a queer couple or I'm interacting with someone who is like sort of, I would say visibly presenting as queer, mm -hmm. um, I'm really, I really want to just be like, yes. do you know, I'm, we, we are we're the same. The same. <laughs> like, it's really, it's, it's, it's so, it's funny. Like it is, it's kind yeah. of silly, but it's also... Um, you know, it, it's sad, I think, if you sometimes feel ignored. I mean, I, I find it a lot at, um, at work, again, because I, like I was saying before, I sort of 
have to dress a certain way, maybe not. I wouldn't not expressing mm. myself in the way that I normally would. Um, and it's been it's been warming my heart to see so many sort of young queer couples or young queer kids and yeah. students coming in, come into the shop and interact with them. Um, and for a while, I had um, I had a lanyard that had the buy flag on it. Mm-hmm. Which I only don't have now because it broke. <laughs> so I need to get replaced. Get another one. Um, but that was making a huge difference to feeling seen because I knew that, um, you know, the straight people weren't probably aren't going to see it, aren't going to know what it is, but the queer people were clocking it. And so I, would, I was constantly having these interactions where, you know, I'd just be serving someone at the till and it'd be like a young queer sort of teenager and then mm. they'd just go, I like your lanyard, that's really nice. And then that tells me immediately, Yes. I see you, you see me, we're both queer. Yes. And it's just it was just that little moment of connection yeah. that then made me just it just made me feel so sort of joyful and accepted and seen for yeah. in that day, you know. Um I've gone on a complete tangent there. No, <laughs> it's fine. I love that because it is about being able to the way you navigate the both worlds, but it's those little things that you do, like you said, with your lanyard mm. and helps other people see you and it also helps them be be seen you know and I I you know I love that we can do that because I know in some parts of the world people just cannot so I do feel that if I have the freedom to be able to do that I really I really should do I I really should you know I've got my lanyard that has the rainbow flag and I I love wearing it I absolutely you know when I go to uni I've got that on and I do feel like I'm building, like you, building a wonderful network mm-hmm. of queer people around me because you are surrounded more by, mind you, not here so much, but I was going to say the heteronormative society, but here, I mean, there's so many queer people all over the place. And being able to surround yourself with a community of people that you can connect with and who do not have a problem with your current relationship, mm-hmm. I think it's really important. I think it makes a massive difference and people who are bisexual should not have to explain themselves so people who are bi have every right to be bi and who they are and whatever they however they want to express that is entirely up to them and it's a shame that we feel oh I can't dress feminine um, I shouldn't um, be in this relationship because actually that just looks like a heteronormative relationship why can't we just be ourselves so it doesn't matter where you are in the straight world, the queer world, everyone has their expectations of you. Mm. So you find that you struggle to be yourself because you're trying to satisfy the requirements of both. But in the end, I really am reaching that point or have reached that point where I'm kind of like, do you know what? You don't like it. That's your issue, not mine. <laughs> because I'm, I'm tired. I am. I am genuinely tired. Yeah, definitely masculine energy today. <laughs> Oh dear, I love it. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. So, what do you see for yourself for the future as a queer woman who is bisexual and loving her life? Because your life is flipping awesome and always busy. <laughs> <laughs> you are always busy. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's, you know, I, I love my partner. Um, I love our relationship and I want to build a life with him. Yeah. Um, but I just want to make sure that I keep on top of incorporating my queerness in that relationship that's wonderful um in my social life you know in my personal life within myself and 
you know, whether, I don't know, anything could happen. Cause you don't really, you <laughs> yeah. don't know. You no. don't know. This relationship could break down in a few years. I could end up in a relationship with a woman. We, I could, we could open up our relationship. Anything could happen, basically. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not, I sort of find not trying to make decisions based on what I feel I should, should do, yeah. what I've been taught I should do. Mm. It's sort of thinking like, ah, well, we'll see, we'll see what's going to yeah. happen, you know, and yeah, it's just, it's bringing all that together, I think. Last but not least, what would your advice be to anyone who says I'm bisexual, but I keep being given a hard time about it? Mm. What would your advice be? Or what would your advice be to them generally? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> technology get those people out of your life basically it's yeah. make i mean it's it's easier said than done i know that it's hard with family sometimes it can be difficult to come out to family members and deal with that you know that's just a sort of perpetual issue for a lot of queer people but as much as you can seek out those connections of people that accept you and understand you and probably also relate to you yeah um and can make you feel safe because you're you're not going to be able to build up a confidence in yourself to explore and you know live mm. to the fullest if you don't feel safe and accepted so that's yeah. like base level you just want to get you just want to feel fine you know this yeah. is this is even if you even get to the point of realizing that you're bisexual which is a huge journey and very confusing i think mm. for a lot of people I found it very confusing. My advice would be make sure you surround yourself with the right people. Make sure you are reading about it yeah. if you're a reader. You know, reading books, uh, reading articles, listening to podcasts, anything like that. Yeah. Educating yourself on queerness and its history, I think. And, you know, it for me, it makes, it makes me feel very validated. Um, so I think that's a huge thing yeah. is understanding that bisexuality has existed since literally the dawn of time and yes. it exists in yes. nature like we were saying yes before. and it's, it's good enough for nature <laughs> exactly and so understanding that contextualising it I think is really huge for self-acceptance yeah. and um, self-fulfillment for sure just don't ignore it <laughs> yeah. just do your best to connect with it in any way that you can you know, for me, I can't even fathom being completely straight or being completely gay. Mm. Like, I can't even imagine not being sort of open to being attracted to anyone. I think it's, it's so beautiful and it's so, um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's beautiful. It's huge, it's, it's fulfilling, um, it's complex, um, but I think it's really enriching. Yeah. And I think that's why it's really important to hang on to that part of yourself and to to feed it as absolutely. much as you can. Absolutely, absolutely. Avalon, you have been a star. All through our, um, I, I, think, I always seem to have the odd technical issue here and there when, the, when we get together, don't we? Mm. But do you know what, it makes it more interesting. <laughs> we have a laugh, don't we? We do, we have a laugh, and it's kind of like, do you know what, nothing's perfect, <laughs> but we're having a ball anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for coming and talking about this, uh, about being bisexual and the, the whole experience and being willing to share because I think it's really important for other people to hear and see that actually I'm not alone. I also feel the same. I also have that serious, similar mm -hmm. experience. And it does make me laugh just how similar our lives are. It's very, we're both creative, 
both artists, yeah. you know, there's so much going on, we're both in a straight relationship, we're both queer, there's a lot about us that is, is very, very similar. Yeah. Different in looks, <laughs> but very similar. <laughs> Inside, where it matters. Inside, where it matters. We connect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you for having me on, it's always a Oh, always. Yeah. Incredible. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for having this conversation yeah. with me. No, you're <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Come here. Give us another squeeze. Oh.